Hey guys, you're listening to Cut for Time, a podcast of Faith Church Indie, and I'm Claire Kingsley. I'm here with Pastor Jeff this morning. Good morning, everyone. We are on our series in Philippians, and on Sunday, Jeff taught on Philippians chapter 3, verse 12, through chapter 4, verse 1. If you have not had a chance to listen to the sermon yet, pause this podcast and find it also in our podcast feed or on our website, and then come back to Cut for Time. So, Jeff, on Sunday... You preached on keeping our eyes on the prize, and that prize that Paul mentions in verse 14, you said, is Christ. Why don't you tell us some more? Yeah, I I think the big idea that Paul's getting at in this passage is we're all running a race, not just these Christians he's writing to, but our life is heading somewhere. And, and And our lives are built around what we think is going to bring us pleasure, joy, satisfaction, fulfillment. And Paul is saying, make sure that that's Jesus because he is the prize. All the things that we're running after are really just echoes or reflections of what God ultimately wants and intends us to have in Christ. Joy, peace, identity, security, hope, love, purpose. Uh, So Paul is saying like Jesus is the promise at the end and our experience now. So run after that and everything else you're doing. Yeah. Um, I just had the thought, this makes me think of the bumper video, right? Like we, uh, we try and pursue all these other things, but ultimately it's only going to be found through Jesus. Yeah. And, uh, you know, C.S. Lewis had the, this great statement along the lines of, you know, if you try to get, good out of this life, you'll end up sort of never finding it and draining the life out of everything you're trying to find good out of. But if you aim for Jesus, if you aim for heaven, you get heaven and all the good thrown in. Mm -hmm. So I I think that's kind of what Paul is getting at here. Uh, You know, one of the big recurring ideas in Philippians is joy, rejoice. I, I want you to know God's joy. And Paul is saying that comes from knowing Jesus, not in opposition to everything else, Mm-hmm. But following Christ and having him be our security, identity, purpose, significance in the middle of everything that we're doing. And I feel like that also just ties in with last week's sermon that you spoke um, that you preached, which was fight for joy. Yes. Yeah, they go hand in hand. Yeah, right. Because, the you know, the world and our own hearts, we have all these ideas about what's going to bring us joy. And Paul wants us to have joy and recognize it doesn't just sort of happen magically but mm-hmm. it comes through knowing and pursuing Jesus yeah, and all those makes, other things. Yeah. So, Jeff, why don't you tell us what's one thing that you had to cut for time on Sunday? Well, talking about Jesus as the prize, I, I came across this great quote from Robert Farrar uh, Capon in one of his books called Between Noon and Three. Noon and Three. Uh, so I just, I'll, I'll share it because I, I thought it was just this beautiful evocative picture. Mm-hmm. The Reformation was a time when men went blind, staggering drunk, because they had discovered in the dusty basement of late medievalism a whole cellar full of 1,500-year-old, 200-proof grace, one sip of which would convince anyone that God saves us single-handedly. All those centuries of trying to lift yourself into heaven by worrying about the perfection of your bootstraps, the word of the gospel suddenly turned out to be a flat announcement that the saved were home before they started. I just, I love that, that picture of the, the delight and the beauty of God's grace and 
uh, and that wonderful assurance that the, the saved are home before we ever even started out in, in the Father's plan and purposes. And, and that, you know, just it ties in with what Paul's saying. Because Jesus has won it for us, so run with perseverance. Not to earn it, but because of what Jesus has done. Sure. So where in your sermon would you have included this, do you think? <laughs> well, that's why it didn't show up. That's Yeah, yeah um, probably somewhere towards the end in that section on, uh, you know, there's, there's a prize to be won. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, Jesus has done the work for us, but Paul says, press on, I strain, I exert all this energy to lay hold of that for which God has laid hold of me. And, and talking about just trying to bring out that glorious vision of what God has laid hold of us for in Christ. Mm -hmm. Is that prize available to you today? Oh, yeah, sure. I, I mean, it's the already but not yet mm -hmm. right yes i mean we get tastes we get experiences of the goodness of god the the transforming power of christ his resurrection strength at work in us and yet of course we all know weakness and failure and falling into temptation and sin and so yeah there's there's joy and yet paul is saying the the, the end of all that that you now experience and that you're heading towards is the fulfillment of all of those tastes and hints that we get here and now. Yeah. So, so don't don't get sidetracked uh, in into all the offers that this world has of joy and peace and hope because they're shadows and imitations. And I want you to have the real thing. So, Jeff, uh, before we end our episode today, do you have a joke or illustration or story that you wish you could have shared on Sunday to even um, make this more clear? Uh, yeah, always. Uh, they, they say you always preach three sermons every Sunday. Uh, the one you prepared, the one you delivered, and the one you wished you'd preached, okay. right? Okay. Uh, we, we, we heard that in seminary. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about this in terms of, uh, and I remember... Um, one time in high school, I uh, was in this phase where I was really into reading science fiction, and it was in the summer, you know, so school wasn't in, and I'm kind of a night owl. So I got into this science fiction book that was, eh, I was okay, but I was sort of into it, right? And I just like, well, I got to find out what happens next, and, and I don't want to put the book down and go to sleep. And I ended up literally staying up all night reading this book. Like, I went to bed at like seven in the morning because I read this book. Mm -hmm. And I remember afterwards thinking like, why did I do that? That was like crazy, right? Like, I mean, maybe you or the people listening to us have had an experience like that. Like, I just spent all this time, I spent all this money, I put all this emotional investment into this thing that like, why did I do mm -hmm. that? And as I was as I was remembering that just recently, I realized, boy, you know, that, that kind of fits with what Paul is saying, I think. Like, there was something I was running after in reading that book, some, you know, entertainment or distraction or, but even in the middle of reading it, I could realize, like, this is not really worth staying up literally all night until seven in the morning to read this book. I, th I thought that was the prize, right? And so I ran after it. And then I realized afterwards, like, I was kind of stupid. I mm. ran after a prize that was not that great. Okay. 
And, you know, so I just thought, wow, that's not just for 16-year-olds either, right? Like, that's all of us. Uh, and I think that's what Paul is, you know, maybe reflecting or echoing or what we could picture through this passage here. Make sure that the prize you're running after is really worth it because Jesus is worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. That's a great way to end. Do you have anything else you want to add there, Jeff? Oh, uh, Joey said he gave me the tag for this week. Oh. Uh, so Paul talks in this passage, we, you know, we said, uh, make sure you're following people whose lives are worth imitating. And Paul says, imitate me and, you know, take note of those who follow the pattern we've set for you. You know, so on, on the one hand, Paul is able to say, you know, I'm the chief of sinners and, uh, you know, I'm the, I'm the least of all apostles. And yet he's also able to say, hey, guys, you know, kind of look at my life if you want an example of what to do. So Joey said it's hashtag humble brag. <laughs> yes, that's great. So um, that is your final sign off then. Humble brag. Hashtag, hashtag humble brag. Oh, well, we're, whatever you just did, we'll put in picture form when we put out this podcast. <laughs> it's great, everybody. Uh, Jeff made po- a hashtag sign with. Oh, it was impressive, too. It really was. He even held it up to the mic as if the mic could hear it. (laughs) Busted. (laughs) Okay, well, anyways, guys, thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, take a few seconds to leave a review. The more reviews that we get, it makes our podcast visible to others searching for our content and for Faith Church. And uh, we'll we'll be back next week. Yeah, you guys can't actually see us through the microphone. Sorry, no. <laughs> Even pushing like this, that's still only on that meter getting up to like 50% of yeah. Yeah. So, so that's that's like pushing. Yeah, we shouldn't it is. we shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to push like that to get it that no. much, you know, to get that much volume out of it. But no. Oh, I realize I'm totally recording.